Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. So I was asked to give the message today for the day after Christmas. If you don't know me, my name's Erin Bruce. I use any pronouns, whatever your heart desires. Um, and I'm going to talk about Simeon and Anna today from Luke chapter 2. And I'm just going to go ahead and start. So when the time came for purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. So here's something that I think you might want to hear today. I'm in a very ultra specific season in my life that pretty much anyone can relate to in one way or another. I actually have an entire lobe of my brain dedicated to just reciting this certain script that I have. Uh, Enter stage left, person A, someone who knows me, but maybe not personally, They might have not seen me in a while, and they have an inquisitive and excitable attitude. Person A says, so Aaron, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you're a senior now. How does it feel to be an almost real adult? And what are your plans after graduation? Okay, so if you had asked me this many years ago, three years ago, my response would be, Oh, well, I want to take a year off to go to work and then grad school and then somewhere over on Ireland or England, international relations or social work and then find a job that I like and then settle down and have three cats to catch that and then pass away at the age of 111. Did you catch that? Here it is again. After three years of practice, this is my rehearsed line. Well, I want to take a few years off to work and then go to grad school somewhere overseas, probably England or Ireland, neither international relations, social work, something like that. And then find a job I like and then settle down and have three cats in the countryside and then pass away at the age of 111. Here's more from Luke. Now, there's a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. Now that it's my last semester, I'm starting to get very tired of this play. The last time someone asked me, what are your plans after graduation? I groaned for a good seven seconds and told them, 
I actually want to crawl into a hole and hibernate for three years and come out when people stop asking me that question. Here's more from Luke. Simeon saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you've prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Why do I hate it so much when people ask me this? Is it because it's repetitive? Maybe. But I do lots of repetitive things that I actually enjoy. Is it because that's the only thing people ever seem to ask me sometimes? I don't think it's that either. I really don't mind brief conversations where you get the information you need and you stop talking the second that you get it. I am an introvert, if you can't tell. But why is that the only information that people seem to need from me sometimes? Why do you need to know? Why do you want to know? Why is everyone so curious about this one thing? The child's father and mother marveled about what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed him and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will piece your own soul too. That is very intense. To tell someone who just had a baby all of that, that, that would freak me out. So I have this one friend, I'm gonna call her Rebecca. So Rebecca, she's a curious sort of person. She reminds me a lot of Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. She's always saying the things that she's thinking in that moment. And this kind of astonishes people. And sometimes it even makes them angry. I was at dinner with her and another friend and the person Rebecca was talking to exclaimed in frustration, will you stop interrogating me? Rebecca's behavior completely changed my perspective. She's not afraid to ask questions that she's genuinely curious about. And I found myself talking to her more and more this year and asking her questions about her life that other people might find invasive. I found that while talking to her, I felt more comfortable, more relaxed, and more myself. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel in the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward for the redemption of Israel. When writing this message for you all, I kept asking myself why people are so afraid to be like Rebecca and why I appreciated the way she communicated much more than other people. Like, shouldn't I be okay with the fact that people want to just ask me a quick question and then leave? Like, some of the things Rebecca asked me would be a little strange sometimes. Like, I think one time she even asked me to go into detail about a breakup of one of my boyfriends, but I digress. Psychologically, it's very easy to ask people very simple questions about the things that only scratch the surface. 
it's not that I hate my plans for the future. I love thinking about my adventures to come, but they're not the only things about me. I care so much about my spirituality, about social justice, about my friends and the people in my life and all these different thoughts about anything and everything that are always swirling around my brain waiting to be asked about. I'm so afraid that capitalism has turned people's perception of me into a marketable, one-dimensional, money-making American dream machine. And our society values anything that's profitable. And our way of making money is so entrenched into our sense of identity that it might be the only thing people think to ask each other about in passing. In the temple, Anna was so moved by her passion for the redemption of Israel that she started going up to people and telling them all about it. I'm guessing she probably didn't ask Esther and Zachariah about their fish, how their fishing business was going, or if she did, she probably didn't care too much because she wanted to speak about what was on her heart. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. So the next time you're talking to someone, perhaps a young person who might be graduating from high school or college soon, doesn't have to be that, but just any person, if you feel comfortable, maybe don't just ask them about the surface level questions. In Luke chapter two, the Lord is telling us that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed through his son. Ask them, what's on your heart lately? What's on your mind? It's something that I've been getting into the practice of doing lately. Maybe while you're just like driving down the road with someone in the passenger seat, you just ask them, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? They might just be dying to tell you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.